Mobile Rolling, presented by Garrard's Horse and Hound, making shopping easier with their online store. The same extensive catalogue, the same keen prices, online or over the phone. 1-800-060-896 or visit horseandhound.com.au. And good morning, everyone. Thanks for joining us for another edition of Mobile Rolling. And speaking of Garrard's Horse and Pound, don't forget that the store is back and operational at Albion Park. So that's good news. We're under lights for the first time on Saturday night at Albion Park. The Garrard's Horse and Pound store, which is located on course, also open for business. We've had a huge weekend of harness racing action. Plenty to take in. Still for sure, taking out the first ever down under slot race. Will there be an announcement? Today or tomorrow about a slot race here in Australia. Time will tell. We had that huge weekend as far as Emma Stewart, Clayton Tong and Mark Pitwell's concerned down there in Tassie across the weekend at Launceston. Records broken there and we had plenty of other highlights as well. Marburg had their biggest race day of the year on Sunday. Huge crowd at Marburg. Great to see so many people out there because the feature was race seven. It was the Oakwood Capital Gold Strike Series final. This is a uh, heat final concept, standing start series. The final run over 2,200 metres, and the favourite didn't disappoint. So am I for Sean and Michelle Grimsey. Leonard Kane took the winning drive, and he was absolutely brilliant yet again. He was stunning taking out the heat, and he was really strong taking out the final there on Sunday. Sean Grimsey joins us, and he's online now. Sean, congratulations. Yeah, thanks, Chris. It was a good thrill. He was dominant. He was really good taking out the heat, and he didn't disappoint there in the final there. So uh, there was just no cause for concern. Handled the stand start perfectly, and in front, it was only a matter of times and margins once he was able to find the lead. Yeah, well, um, that's what I that's what I thought, and that's what um, what happened. Yeah, like I was thought he'd be a good chance when I saw the race was on a few weeks ago, and yes, obviously, then we started aiming at it. Yeah, and everything went to plan. Yeah. As far as the heat win was concerned, he absolutely obliterated his rivals. So he was always going to be the horse to beat following the final, uh, following those round of heats. And come the final there on Sunday, uh, he drew well. So it was just once he stepped, that was the key to the race. Yeah, that's well, yes, there's always the case with the standing starts. So I was, yeah, confident he'd go away. But, you know, they only have to put in half a wrong step and drawn one there, if something got across him, it might have changed a little, but no, he was first out, so it was all good. Yeah. Sort of based loosely on the, the whole Pot of Gold series, did you ever have a runner in a Pot of Gold series? Uh, I trained um, one that got in the final, and yeah, he was actually a brilliant beginner, but he just had one a bit quicker inside him, and oh, I think he ended up a distant last, but yeah, he that was the only one I actually had in there, and I think Dad had a couple of runners in the finals, probably trained by Grant. So, yeah. Okay. But no joy? No, no. No, um, I don't know if Classic Coin might have snuck a place one year. Like, I'm pretty yeah. sure he made two or three finals, I reckon. But, um, yeah, one year he might have got into, got into a place, but the free-for-allers got pretty harshly handicapped in those races, which was the concept. Yeah. And they, you'd always come up against a really good three-year-old off the front. So, yeah. So, yeah. But there you Do go. you like this concept like in Marburg, the Gold Strike Series? Yeah, absolutely. I'm a, I'm a big fan of standing starts. It gives horses um, a, lo- a lot of lot more options. Like, oh, this is probably getting off track, but, like, uh, I remember John Kelder had a mare mesmerising many years ago, and 
if people looked up her form, like she she had freakish ability, but probably 90% of her wins, and that wouldn't be a fact, but it would have been from a stand. So it certainly enhances the career of horses. Okay. So where to now with So Am I? Uh, well, I see that they've started programming some stands at Albion. There's one program Saturday night, but I don't know if it'll go ahead. Um, but, yeah, if, uh, so I'm nominating him for that. Apart from that, I'll just see what races are available for him. Okay. Is he still on a fairly good mark, though? Does it give you options? Uh, yeah, well, he's a 58 raider. So, um, but to be honest, I haven't looked... I just saw that race was on Saturday night, so um, just thought we'd back him up into that. But I haven't looked at anything past there. But um, yeah, he's, he, he, I'd say he's like he's a 58 rater. He, he has reasonable gate speed, and but he can come off pace um, and be quite effective. So I'd, I'd imagine there's races there for him. Um, whether he's good enough to win them with a bit more money, I'm not sure. But me being me, I'll have a crack at him. Okay, that's fair enough. That's fair enough. Now, tell me if I'm wrong here. Is he a half brother to Kanina Problema? Yes, he is. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, and and also aphorism. Uh, aphorism. Yep, and uh, delightful me. I think her name is the younger me. Yeah, you're yeah, younger. So. Yeah. So it's a good family, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, she's she's been a terrific um, broodmare for for century. Um, that mare, she, yeah, she's done a great job. Aphorism won a couple of starts ago, and Nina Problem has been trialling well at Bathurst, so yeah, I think they're trying to find a race for him down there now. Well, so just on Nina Problem, is it possible that he could return to Queensland? Oh, that's the plan, oh. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. He's um, meant to be heading back up here, so yeah, that, that'd, be, that'd be great. He's a quality horse. He's a really nice horse. Yeah. Was it the summer carnival that he ran that slashing race when he finished second? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, just got beat uh, in the big with Johnny by Mac Da Vinci. Was it? Yeah. Um, yeah, no, it was, he went super that night. It was a uh, 11 out of 10 drive by Nathan. But, yeah, he just just missed out. But, no, he was, he was absolutely awesome. So, and had no luck the next week in the Queensland Cup. Like, he went over the line just jogging. So, you know, he's a good, he's a good horse. Very good horse. All right. So hopefully he'll be back uh, sooner rather than later. Speaking of you yep. and Nathan Dawson, and speaking of good horses, Teddy Disco, the stable star, is he going to step out for a public trial today? Yes. Yep. We're putting him on the float in about 20 minutes. Yeah, he's okay. on the way. Expectations with the trial today? Uh, uh, I don't know. <laughs> Hopeful more than anything, like speaking of Canino Problema, it would be good if he was here so Teddy had a sparring partner. But um, it, he's, his work's been good, but he, he's, he's pretty hard to gauge at home. Um, he, he looks quite well. So, um, yeah, he's got to go back because he's OD'd still, as funny as that is. Um, so go back and then, uh, like, cash it, cash it up or cash up is in there, so he he seemed to trial quite good last week, and um, that one Grant and Greg Mitchell bought from New Zealand, he's down in one, so should be able to get a decent idea where we're up to. Okay. 
Will he only have the one trial, or are you looking to give him a few trials? Uh, I'd, I'd more than likely say he'll have another trial next week. I think he's a 61 Raider. Um, I'd imagine pretty well whatever you come back into, you're going to have to be running down in like high 54s um, to, to be competitive around that grade. And then if you go against the three-year-olds, you're probably going to have Speak the Truth, who he looks like he's come back terrific. So, and Danger Zone, he's come back great as well. Um, yeah, Tim's a trooper. He was good the other night again. So, yeah, it's, it's going to be reasonably challenging no matter where he comes back. So we'll need to make sure he's somewhere near the mark. Okay. Well, no doubt you've had a good look at both uh, Speak the Truth and Danger Zone in recent weeks. They're Q-bred rivals as well, where uh, Tim's a trooper leap to fame aren't Q-bred rivals. But just on Speak the Truth and Danger Zone, which one do you prefer at this point? Uh, um, like they're both, both really nice horses. Um, to be honest, I'm a bit of a Speak the Truth fan. Um, he's, he seems to keep improving. Um, not that Danger Zone doesn't. Like, he's he's come back really good. Um, yeah. It, like, to be honest, I'd rather draw one and they draw 11 and 12 and let the draws take care of it. But, yeah, it, you know, it, as Shannon said the other day, draws and runs play the big part of it. Um, you'd be happy to have any of them. But, yeah, yeah. I, as I say, I'm a Speak the Truth fan. Yeah, it's a loaded crop, there's no doubt about it. Speaking of Teddy yeah, Disco, the full sister, Foxy Fire, was able to score last week. Where does she step out next? Um, I haven't I haven't really had a look. She she has sort of had five days off after that, and she had a jog yesterday and today. Um, the Breeders is May 21, so I think that's four weeks Saturday. So, obviously, being Q-bred, you'll... Um, We'll, we'll nominate for that. Uh, I dare say she'll have a run before then. Um, yeah, so I, I, I don't know, maybe t- three weeks might give her a race. Um, yeah, and just yeah, see how she goes. Is she eligible for any sort of sales series? Uh, Redcliffe. She is Redcliffe okay. eligible. Yeah. But I think um, oh, Ricky Elchin's horse, he, he looks good and um, again, Price has won two-year-old seemed to race really nice the other day, and I'm sure he's a Redcliffe horse as well. So, might be a bit hard for us this year, but we'll go we'll go around and give it our best shot. Is there any comparisons between Foxy Five and Teddy? Uh, they're both by Tintin ten out of three jewels. <laughs> I walked into that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, she like look, she she hits a knee. Um, no one likes them hitting their knee at any stage, but she just hits it too hard to probably go as good as she can. Like, she's certainly not hopeless. Um, the mayor the mayor probably hasn't done a bad job, really, but Teddy's the only one that hasn't wore spreaders. Or oh, one two-year-old that had one start. But, yeah, and I think that's sort of pulled a few of them up as well. So, yeah, but oh, I don't compare them. He's a lucky one. Yeah, fair enough. You've got two runners stepping out today. Majestic Speed Race 5 and the Mobile Trot. And then you've got Bahamas Miss who goes around in a gold bullion race, which is race 6. Do you give any of them a chance? Uh, 
Majestic Speed, um, she, she, she's a little superstar for us. Um, we, she, you never say never with her, but seven over the mile. Um, she'd need a couple to, to gallop, and then she'll be probably get some sort of shot at it. But from from out there, if they all trot, you're a long way back. Um, Bahamas Miss uh, probably we're probably a bit disappointed with her last week. Um, I think it was last week she raced. Yeah. So we'll just see, like, she had been working up and we were quite quite hopeful for this series with her. Um, but Bernie Hewitt, this one, it it went well in Bathurst. So it probably, off what's been exposed, looks the looks the winner. Um, yeah, so we just hope we, she's, she's running on. We'll be happy with that. Right. Well, there's a lot to look forward to. You've got the, the spoils on Sunday in Marburg with that feature race win. The stable star steps out today, and uh, who knows, there might be a, a couple of more wins with the youngsters by the sound of it. They, they look like they've got ability. Really appreciate the time, and we'll see you trackside. No worries. Thanks, Chris. There's Sean Grimsey joining us. So uh, looking forward to seeing Teddy Disco step out. Of course, he's named in honour of the champion NRL player, James Tedesco, so he'll be trialling today at Ellabian Park. But it is a strong trial. There's a couple of handy ones in there, so he'll get a, a good workout, no doubt about it. Darren McCall has got a few runners today at Ellabian Park and a couple of interesting runners as well. Just talking about that gold bullion heat for the two-year-old Phillies, Miss Frufru lines up, drawing the ace. I like this filly. She's a daughter of Warrawee Needy. I thought the first up third behind uh, Empress Byline was really good and then she backed it up with another good run on Saturday night when she was third again behind Frankie Ferocious. Darren's online with us now. Darren, appreciate the time. No worries, Christian. Do you share my enthusiasm? Do you rate this filly? Uh, look, at the moment, okay, she's, um, she goes okay. Um, she's shown some good qualities like training down. Um, like I say, early November, I thought she might be a little better than the average. Um, but she had a couple of setbacks um, along the way, which kind of cost us from getting to uh, the pink bonnet. And then she spiked the temperature just before she was supposed to go to the bathroom. So uh, it, it's hard to say um, where we're at now. You know, but but I, I still think she's definitely an improver. Okay. Did she give improvement from start one to start two there on Saturday night? Uh, yes, I think... Um, just her immaturity uh, probably cost me going close to winning there. Um, when the horse galloped down the back, um, we had to pull forward to miss it. And I took a little fight from it. And when she did, I couldn't get it back down on the winner's back. And I, it definitely cost me second. Um, I probably would have stretched the horse out at worst, I'd say. So, so you know, just that was just a learning experience. You know, she's only a baby and only a second start. And, you know, if she, if she probably kind of hadn't have that little fight, we'd have tracked that horse to the top of the stretch and have one runner that had been three wide for the last half. Mm, okay. Sectionally, she's been really good in both of those runs. Yeah. Um, like I say, early on, I thought, you know, she, um, she seems like she's above average. Um, but just those couple of, um, of setbacks, like, uh, uh, just put her a little behind the eight ball. But um, all things considered, she's done a really good job because... Uh, if you look at it, like I say, I, I had her ready for the bonnet. Um, she curved a hock. You know, she had three weeks in the water walker. Uh, we had to train her back up. We were just going to have enough time to get a bath. She spiked a 40.7 to uh, morning. She was supposed to qualify. So, you know, she had another week off. 
and and she actually got back to this. So she's done pretty good because um, you know all things went to plan. Uh, she had been in Sydney and raced in the bonnet and then on, on in Bathurst. So she had already had five or six runs. So we're we're a couple you know away from where I thought we would have been, but you know that's horses. Okay, barrier one today is that ideal for her? Um. It's always better to be closer to the rail, but with the unknown of the uh, first starters in there, that kind of makes it a little uh, worrying because you can always have a you know, horse with a little bit of speed that can get around you that uh, might not be able to mix it at the end. So I'd say I probably would have rather drawn two, um, but you know, if we do get crossed, I'll have to be looking to get out, I'd say, just in case, because it's, from the trial form and that, it's hard to tell... Um, you know, which ones of these are going to step up. I know the two horse, um, it, it goes okay, you know, kind of comparable kind of lines and so So, you know, we'd probably have to look if we got crossed to, to get out and take our shot. Okay. So, Aurora Joy, at this point, uh, on what we've seen, she loses the hardest to beat? Look, she probably has to be. Um, I actually had this filly uh, in Sydney for a couple, couple of preps, so I know her pretty well. Um, okay. Um, Look, I'd say at the same stage, my thought it could be real easy, you know, um, before we left Sydney. So um, I'm sure she stepped up a notch too. But um, yeah, like I say, she's probably the best, the best one of, on the paper anyway. Okay. Well, Miss Fru-Fru certainly looks a good chance there in that race. That's race number six. Girl from Oz steps out in race two. It's only a small field. This is going to suit her. Yeah. Um, look. Uh, she, she, the last couple of runs before a little let up, she was a bit ordinary. Uh, she had a bacterial infection, so she, she actually had a bit of rest and had that some treatment for a while. Uh, I wasn't really disappointed with the first up run. She was a long way off from the half, probably 40 metres off from the half. You beat 18. Her sectionals were good. Second fastest last half in the race. Um, I thought she needed that run, so I qualified her last week, and she found the line really good in, in a very strong trial. So. I'm happier uh, with her today. Uh, it's a shame we've drawn the outside. I would like to draw inside of Jasper, but you know, that's how it is. Okay, well, a good chance there, girl from Oz. What can you tell us about this trotter that you're rolling out today? Seki Monkey in race four. Um, look, Seki Monkey's uh, horse that was bought uh, by Cody Burtwistle there in Sydney. And, yeah, he raced her. Um, she showed a lot of ability, uh, but also done a lot of things wrong. Um, she come north with me when we left, but uh, she, she got a little bit of a kick from another horse uh, to kind of set her back. So she had a month off. She trained back. She went to the workouts a couple of times. Um, look, she shows ability, uh, but she also has shown throughout her career that she can do stuff wrong, but she has worked really well. Uh, I'd say if she put her best foot forward, um, she, she actually feels like not a bad horse. Okay. She is RODS, so how important will the start be for her? Uh, it's going to be a big thing because that was probably what cost her about four wins at Menangle. You know, she, she didn't get away from the stand or the mobile and made up an incredible amount of ground. Um, even in a win, she went 58 in a mile one day and she gave him 50 metres at the start and caught him and still won. So, so she, yeah, if she can get somewhat of a clean getaway, um, you know, and, and say trot nice, uh, she definitely... She's definitely got the ability. Okay, well, three good chances there today. I've got to ask just quickly. Uh, I'm sure he's the stable favourite, uh, the old fella, good boy cowboy. Another cracking run there on the weekend. 
Yeah, he, he ranks really good. He's um, a difficult little horse to deal with. Um, he's a bit different, but uh, we kind of got him on a pretty good routine now. And, you know, he finished uh, off his race really well. Uh, hopefully be back in this weekend and uh, try and get another thing with him for now. Yeah, well, he's been good since he's been up here, and that was a, a really good run there on the weekend. Hey, Darren, I really appreciate the time. We'll see you trackside today, hopefully in the winner's circle as well. Cheers, thanks, mate. There's Darren McCool joining us. So three runners for Darren today. Girl from Oz, race two, number six, Matt Nielsen drives. Darren's taking the drive on the Trotter Secchi Monkey. That's race four, number six. And then he's got his filly starting in that gold bullion uh, prelude, you could call it. Uh, race six, number one, Miss Fru-Fru. She takes on the Bernie Hewitt train. Aurora Joy. So we look forward to seeing uh, Darren's horses compete today. So it's a good program here at Albion Park today. Ten races. We get underway at 1.34 and there's a number of heats for the APG. Our man, every Tuesday joins us. Racetrack Ralphie's online with us now. Ralphie, good morning. Yeah, morning, Chris. There's a few shorties there for you today. Yeah, there are a few. And I've, I've probably singled one out, but I think we can stand her out uh, in throughout the day, but I'm looking at race six, number two, Aurora Joy. Now, she's a betting line filly, and she hails from the strong and informed Bathurst stables of Bernie Hewitt, and Bernie's fresh off his group one double on gold crown night down at Bathurst, so this filly comes out of the consolation held on that night, and she finished third there behind the strongly fancied Windy Hill Tara. Now, she's got experience, while many of her rivals don't today, She's drawn perfectly, and she gets the services of a very informed Brendan Barnes, and uh, she looks extremely hard to beat here. As I said, it's the second leg of the quaddy and the first leg of the treble, and I think you can stand her out in both of those. So we'll go race six, number two, Aurora Joy. Okay, going with the uh, the Sydney side of there. So race six, number two, Aurora Joy, the best bet. And as uh, Ralphie just outlined, that's the first leg of the treble, second leg of the quaddy. There are a number of shorties spread throughout the program, so we might be able to take a multi and certainly throw in Aurora Joy by the sound of it. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I think that's the way to go. I'm, I'm very confident with her. And as you said, there are some shorties on the program, but... Um... Yeah, maybe uh, you can uh, double up on some of the other races to, to get some value into it. All right, we'll do that. Uh, we'll back under the lights for the first time on Saturday night since the flooding issues. Great to be back. And it comes at a really good time because just around the corner, there's a number of feature races starting to uh, uh, crop up. And then before we know it, uh, the Tab Constellations is going to be here. So it was good being back at the home of Harness Racing here on Saturday night under the lights. Yeah, it was it was really really good and uh, very impressed by a horse there on Saturday night and speak the truth. Yeah, he he looks the real deal. I think we've got some good three-year-old races coming up. Oh, it certainly looks like it. He's got the manners, he's got the speed, and he's got the toughness as well. So you throw in him, Teddy Disco, Danger Zone, uh, Grant Dixon's got Tim's a true belief to fame, number of others. We always have faith who's trotting against Teddy Disco today. You've got a way we go. It's uh, it's a really strong crop, so we look forward to that. Appreciate the tip today. Race six, number two, Aurora Joy, and we'll see you at trackside. Okay, thanks, Chris.